This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel to react to an excellent 4-2 victory for Liverpool at home to Burnley, which closed the gap on leaders Manchester City to a single point with just eight games of this season to play. Hopefully you know the drill by now, but on this podcast we get the view from the press box, from the dugout and from the stands. We'll start with the verdict of our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce before we hear every word that Jurgen Klopp had to say in his press conference. And then we'll hand the show over to the four Liverpool fans who gave me a call after the match, Simon Donnelly from from his card outside Anfield, Alex Watt, season ticket holder Matt Whitty, and Nathan Davidson. Thanks as ever for listening to this podcast and all the other podcasts we produce. And if you haven't already, if you get a chance to subscribe to the Blood Red channel, that'd be great as it will help us reach even more Liverpool fans. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, it proved to be an eventful afternoon here in Anfield. Liverpool running out 4-2 winners against Burnley and in doing so reducing Manchester City's lead at the top of the Premier League table down to just a, a single point. It was a really gutsy, spirited performance from Jurgen Klopp's side. You know, they've been they come in for some stick in recent weeks, and there has been a wobble, there's been some you know, insipid, unconvincing performances. You think of the ones on their travels away to Manchester United and a week ago at Everton. Um, but you know, this this was uh, much more like it today, I think. You know, questions have been asked about the bottle of this team. Can they hold their nerve when the, the stakes keep getting higher and higher? And um, you know, I think they answered that question pretty emphatically with the way that they dealt with the adversity and the injustice that came their way early on. Because um, it was uh, an absolute decision they decided on. Um, I just don't know how Andre Mariner has missed what was a blatant foul. Um, on Alison Becker as he tried to deal with Westwood's in-swinging corner. Um, Tarkowski's arm was clearly you know, rest, pushing down on Alison's shoulder. It gave the keeper absolutely no chance of trying to gather it. But, you know, unbelievably, the goal stood. Alison's protest earned him the booking. And it would have been easy, you know, for Liverpool to have felt sorry for themselves and, and to lost their head, heads. Um, but, you know, to their immense credit, I think to a man, they kept their cool um, and, they, and they, they kind of channeled that anger and that frustration in the perfect possible way because they hit back and absolutely took control of what was a, a tricky game against stubborn opposition. You know, Burnley came very close to winning at Old Trafford when they drew there recently and Liverpool have had issues with Burnley, especially at home uh, in recent seasons. So um, certainly not easy, but you know, that was uh, you know, a really a really really fine response to a, a horrible horrible start I mean, Liverpool managed to get back on level terms pretty quickly um, you know, I think you've got to say today huge credit to Adam, Adam Lallana you know, a lot of people when that team sheet dropped an hour before kickoff would have questioned what he was doing in the starting lineup. there would have been a, a clamour for Keita or Shakiri to get picked ahead of him but Klopp said to the TV cameras before the game he said Lallana had been exceptional in training this week and certainly Klopp's judgement proved to be absolutely spot on you know that was a Lallana we haven't really seen in a Liverpool shirt for a couple of years I think you know it's been a torrid two seasons for him you know one injury issue after another he hasn't been able to show the qualities that made him such an important player for Klopp in the early stages of his Anfield reign but you know today was a reminder about what Lallana can bring to this side when he's fully fit because his pressing 
you know, caused Burnley a lot of problems. He set the tone for that. Also, his distribution, you know, he was involved in the first goal with a lovely crossfield pass. Salah played a cute one-two with Wijnaldum, and then it was Salah's uh, low cross. Heaton couldn't deal with it. Firmino taps in the equaliser, and then it, Lallana, you know, big big role as well in the second goal, where you know his pressing and shutting down space blocked an attempted clearance from Bardsley. Salah ends up uh, tumbling over a challenge in the box and whilst Anfield's howling for a penalty, Sadio Mane takes control and sweeps the ball into the bottom corner and suddenly Liverpool are in front and um, you know I think Lalana went off in the second half to, for, to a standing ovation and that was certainly deserved because I thought you know that was a massive step forward for him and he, you know he could give Liverpool a real new dimension in this title race during the running if he can maintain those standards because it's easy to forget people have written him off but he's still only 30 got a vast amount of experience as well and you know we've talked about Liverpool lacking a bit of a creative spark in midfield and there's no doubt the Lana gave Liverpool that today I think you know there were other big performances of Van Dijk yet again you know absolutely faultless defensively um, as you can tell from the weather around me now, it's been you know, we've had almost all four seasons in the space of a couple of hours here today. With you know we've had the sun, the rain, the sleet. We even had some snow, and it was also blowing an absolute gale for most of that game that made it difficult. But Van Dyke, you know, still you know absolutely faultless despite the conditions. And in front of him, the fort Fabino did well, especially second half. Liverpool showed maturity, they showed discipline, they showed control. They never really gave Burnley. A sniff, and then you know they killed the game off when uh, you know, it was a it was a pretty terrible uh, goal kick from Heaton that Salah pounced on. He ends up getting chopped down by Taylor in the box, and on that occasion, Mariner was playing the advantage. He had spotted the foul, and uh, you know that enabled uh, Firmino to to capitalise and and tuck home his second of the afternoon. So great to see Firmino back amongst the goals with a big grin on his face as well. Um, and then you know, a, a little bit of slack defending allowed Goodmanson to, to pull one back in stoppage time, but the result was never in doubt because almost straight from the kickoff, substitute Daniel Sturridge released Mane. He beat Heaton to the ball on the edge of the box and uh, he knocked home his 17th goal of the season and also you know, a landmark goal for Sadio Mane, 50 now for the club. And what a season he's having. You know, he's now scored in six successive home league games and um, you know, again, Great for Mane, two for him, two for Firmino. You look, you know, Lallana's performance as well. You know, I think despite the, the calamitous nightmare start that Liverpool endured with a, you know, a, a real bad decision going against them, um, the way that they came back from that is, you know, a massive, massive positive. And um, you know, Jurgen Klopp was was absolutely delighted with that performance, and rightly so because uh, Burnley can be a real tough nut to crack, but. Liverpool have ended up passing the test today with, with flying colours and uh, they've shown they've got the metal as well as the quality for this title race. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Um, good game, difficult game, but good game. Um, we all know it's always it's always difficult against Burnley for different reasons and today um, a few more circumstances together that it was even more difficult. Um, one of them was the, the early goal we conceded. I think it usually it would be, usually it would have been disallowed if um, Andrew has a better view on it. I don't know exactly. I saw in the first moment it's a foul, and I saw it now. I saw the pictures. So it's you cannot treat a goalie like this, and so it should not happen. But 
they scored. Um, the good thing is it was early, eight minutes, um, so enough time to react, enough time to, to turn it around. That's what we did. Um, we had the ball pretty much all the time. We had we, we, we created, we had I think now 23 shots or something like that um, versus three. The quote is quite impressive, three time and twice of them, two of them are in. That's not bad. Uh, but um, wonderful play for the first goal. Little one, two in the box. Mo press it through. Bobby, easy goal. Second one, Adam Lalana, fantastic counter press block. Um, Sadio can finish it off. Um, third one, I think would have been a, yeah would have been a penalty, um, but Bobby is there again. Was it Bobby? Yeah, right. And um, yeah, and then of course they score the, the, the next one. <laughs> so I think it was a foul, but there was there were more serious fouls obviously in the history of football. We have to react then better, but I just didn't see it back. Why the ball bounced in our box? Crouchy was now on the pitch. I think he was involved somehow. And nobody could have defend the ball really well, um, and. Yeah, they scored a second, and of course, it's a bit becomes a bit tricky all of a sudden. And um, but the boys reacted well. Scored a fantastic fourth goal, really nice. Um, I think if Sadio goes down, it's again. So Burnley, if you want, were twice lucky with <laughs> not a penalty. Um, but um, so it's it was good. Four two, it's a brilliant result. And we knew it's it's really difficult against Burnley. Always it was always for us, but we most of the time we could win, and we always felt really um, we felt the work we did, and so that's how it should be. All good. When you look at that first goal, you look at some of the decisions over this weekend. It's quite crucial sort of time of the season for those decisions. How important is it referees get these decisions correct? Oh, very, but of course, what make, would it make sense if I put now more pressure? The, the, the last part of the season is, is, is the decisive part of the season. It's for all of us the same. So, of course, you need to, as you always said, it, to, to win something, you always need to have a bit of luck, and that's involved. Um, that's why I said, I think if Henry Mariner has a better view on that situation, he probably would have whistled it, I think. Well, we have to ask him, um, or if he thinks it's um, completely fine like that, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's always influential. But it doesn't help if we now put more pressure on the date. I think they try everything to do to to whistle in in the right way. Yeah, yesterday is is it is it finally um, decided if it was offside or not? Did anybody say it was now 100% offside or it was not offside or what was it? Does anybody know that? Still not sorted. <laughs> So that says everything. Eh? So this situation, I think we, we conceded a similar goal sometime, and Dean Lovren touched the ball. It was not exactly like that against Tottenham. He touched the ball, but I think um, now, from a football point of view, just not a criticism on the same. From a football point of view, that should be offside. The player who gets the ball at the end doesn't care who touched the ball in between again with their own player because we all know Jan Matt only went went to the ball because he knew <laughs> Sterling is there he cannot have be linesman and player in the same moment uh, it's enough it's difficult enough to be the linesman and so as a player as well so you cannot give that responsibility to the player and say if you don't touch the ball he's offside but you touch the ball and so now he's not offside that's a bit tricky but there will be other tricky situations in a, until the season is finished and we have to make sure that we are that we um, do enough in the right way that we are, that's not too influential for us. Chris? Just, 
Yeah. Um, it's... Oh, I said it now a couple of times. I had already a few interviews. But it's um, um, we had a long training week and we had a lot of sessions in that week. And I said at the beginning of the week it's possible to, to show up. So you don't have to say that because anyway clear but maybe in a situation when you play a lot of times with kind of 12, 13, 14 players or so then it's important that the boys know it and so and Adam used that not only Adam but Adam um, especially and um, so at the end it was clear uh, if he can play like, like he trained then he will help us a lot and that's exactly how it happened today um, he was, he's a, we all know it, eh? he's always good on the ball and all that stuff, but um, he's as well a pretty aggressive boy, so in the, the, the counter-press situation is a game-changer. It's a, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant thing in that moment, it, it didn't really look like, it not, didn't look really promising until Adam jumped in that situation. So, well done, really well deserved, all the praise for today, I'm really happy for him. Tom? Oh, today was important. We scored two weeks ago five goals, and then we don't score against Everton. And, we, and everybody asked me about offensive, more offensive lineups. <laughs> I think next time, if you don't score, you will ask that again. Um, uh, and that's how it is. Of course, four goals are very important. But what, what has that to do with the Bayern game? I don't think it's easy to score there for. Well, we have no problem with confidence. We didn't have problem with confidence after the Everton game. It's, uh, you don't have to think that all what you write really inf has influence on us. It's not, it's not like that. Most of the things are not interesting to us. That's the truth. So you, can, you make a big fuss of we score five, then we are the best attacking side in the world, then we could score nil, and then we have an offensive problem. Um, today, Mo Salah, for me, was the best player on the pitch and didn't score. I'm not sure that it will happen. Will you see that in a lot of ratings? Yeah, because a striker and didn't score, and so then you make of it what you want. But we have no problem with confidence. We are we are we are in a good moment. I said that before, but that means anyway we have to. We need all the players. We need to have them fit on the pitch and stuff like that. We have again little injury problems. Mili was not able to 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 be involved today. Dejan was not planned to be involved today, but he was on the bench. He trained only twice, but we had nobody else actually. All the kids, but they played um, for the U23s, and um, so. Just um, do the job, and that's what the boys did all the time. So um, not always with the result we, we, we wished for, but oh, that's probably the most I can say. Everybody in that league, we have only to make sure that we that we stay in the in that in that um, really interesting competition on top of the table. And our um, the message for today: nobody gets rid of us if we if we play. As we played today, because we had we had the perfect mixture from fighting the opponent, fighting the circumstances, and playing football. So that was really good. I liked it. Any final ones, guys? Well, you don't have to. Stay up. Oh, stay in the league. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course, that's too that's too much quality. Eh? So the boys up front is brilliant, it's good organized. I've, I, I can imagine how it feels with 30 points and yesterday the results and all that. I was in similar situations, um, but as a Burnley fan, I would not be too worried. Okay. Uh, yes. Final question. Jurgen, I was wondering if you had a chance to look at what, what's happened with, with the, the Bayern players who've been uh, retired from the international team by Joachim Lowe and maybe how that might impact how they feel. Müller can still not play against us. Mm -hmm. That didn't change. Yeah, 
a good center half, obviously. And that, that, yeah, it's not. It's really. I'm pretty sure I will ask about that <laughs> from tomorrow. tomorrow on, all five minutes, and maybe I say something about that. I will not start today because I didn't think a second about it. Or maybe it makes sense one time at least in my life that I think before I answer. <laughs> the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. This is Simon Donnelly, LFC jury member for the Liverpool Echo. Just got back to my car after being blown across the cemetery. Um, today, Anfield was like a very popular pizza. We had seemed to have four seasons worth of weather in there. We had hail, rain, sunshine, bizarre, bizarre microclimate going on inside the ground. But what a great win. Um, we needed that, didn't we? Uh, pressure's on. City don't seem to be dropping points. We We can't afford to slip up at all. And we have got to, unfortunately, rely on them dropping a couple between now and the end of the season. I thought it was a a great positive performance today. Bobby was superb. I thought he was going to get his hat-trick late on. Um, Mo Salah's trying, trying so hard, but not quite not quite coming off for him at the moment for some reason. I don't know why, but I'm glad, I'm glad Jürgen keeps playing him and doesn't give him a rest because I think he's one of those players who's got to play through it. Um... Again, big vig. It was a little bit of a fright, but what a, with a with a slight leg injury late in the first half, I think it was. But what a what a superb all round performance as ever from the big man. He started off as captain today, and for me, that should be a glimpse of the future, maybe even next season. Great performances all round. Can't really think of anyone who didn't perform very well. Ginny Wijnaldum was a little bit quiet by his own recent high standards. Can't wait to see the fit their goal, the the goal that they scored from the corner tonight on match of the day because uh, Alison Becker was absolutely livid and fuming about it. So I'd like to see what went on, whether he was impeded uh, and the goal was a result of that. But altogether, back on track. No fist pump from Jürgen today, presumably because we're not top of the league. Uh, but that's where we need to be. We need to, oh God, we're all saying it. It's not nice not being top. We'll get you, we've got you a bit used to it over the last couple of months. So we need some help from uh, the teams that City are playing over the next few weeks. I know they've got United and I think Tottenham coming up. We need a bit of help from them and we need to keep our consistency ourselves. Great result today. Well done, boys. Come on, you Reds. Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross The Line podcast. And yeah... That win will do nicely. Much better performance overall today, I thought, against Burnley. And an important win in difficult conditions. I know I know, rival fans were taking the mick out of Klopp for talking about the win last week. But the win was actually horrendous today. So fair play to Liverpool for playing through it and winning. And we had to win today. You know, there was no other option with the title race being in the position it is. I guess the big talking point before the game was that Adam Lallana was starting, being rewarded by Klopp for being so good in training, he said. So I was really interested to see how he did today. You know, I was worried seeing him on the team sheet, as I'm sure a lot of Reds fans probably were, because I'm, I've am i not been sure how well he fits into this team now. But he was one of the best players on the pitch today. He looked great. 
won the ball back loads, was creating loads. Um, it was him who won it back just before the first Mane goal. He was huge for the first two goals, actually. Played a great pass to Salah in the build-up to the first goal, which, yeah, probably shows that uh, the manager knows a bit more about football than I do. <laughs> um, and look, we need those other players to be stepping up and giving Klopp options here because we've got massive period here. You know, the league running and... Obviously, the massive Champions League tie against Bayern on Wednesday. So we need the whole squad to be playing their part here in this last push. Last week, I said I was worried that Man City were getting their fair share of luck at the moment. Liverpool seemed to be getting less and less. Well, we saw a bit of that today. You know, yesterday, obviously, their first goal should have been disallowed, but was allowed to stand. And then we conceded early against Burnley here. After Allison was clearly fouled, but it was him who ended up getting booked for complaining. Because complaining about being fouled is a booking, but rugby tackling a player yesterday, like Pickford did, wasn't a booking. Um, this is why people complain about the state of officiating in this country, isn't it? Um, but anyway, fortunately, Liverpool didn't let that affect them. They regrouped quickly and, in a weird way, it probably fired us up, actually, because we needed to then fight back and show some determination. We got the equaliser quickly, which was a great bit of play between Salah and Firmino. And it was especially nice to see those two looking back on form today after a difficult few weeks for them. Then Sadio Mane with a beaut of a second. And from that point, the floodgates were open, really. I was willing Mo Salah to get a goal so much for his confidence. He was clearly so desperate to get on the score sheet, but it just didn't happen. But it'll come. He's he's still doing all the right things. He'll get that goal eventually. And yeah, nearly a nervy finish at the end. You know, we shouldn't have let Burnley get that one back. But then Mane put it beyond doubt with another goal at least. And that was nice to see. And ultimately, Liverpool did what they needed to do. And this was so much better than the Merseyside derby last weekend. And Clearly, this title race is going down to the last game of the season, isn't it? So our nerves are going to be shredded come the end of the season, I think. But next job is getting passed by Munich at the Allianz on Wednesday. And I'm pretty confident going into that on the back of this performance that we should be able to get a result there. And that's the immediate priority now. So, yeah, up the reds. Cheers. Hi, it's Matt Whitty reflecting on Liverpool's 4-2 win against Burnley at Anfield this afternoon. Klopp sprung a bit of a surprise uh, with uh, Lallana um, in the starting starting eleven. When well, I think uh, a lot of uh, a lot of Reds would have been expecting to see Cater or or Shaqiri in that in that starting eleven. And uh, to be fair to to Lallana, he he more than justified his his inclusion with a with a with a brilliant performance and picked up the. Uh, Rightly picked up the man of the match award. Um, he was at it right from the off uh, with two uh, two really important interceptions in the first three minutes, and then was uh, pretty harshly penalised for uh, going for a header um, with one of the uh, the Burnley players. Um, and at that point, I thought that was probably going to do us good if if Mariner was going to uh, uh, pull up those for fouls, given that Burnley are a pretty pretty physical team, and they certainly were physical in the uh, in the away game. But uh, Mariner had a change of heart about physicality about two minutes later when Burnley scored direct from a corner and Tarkovsky was climbing all over the back of um, Allison and it was a it was a really poor decision and uh, you know you won't see we won't see a goalkeeper manhandle like that 
again this season really without it being without it being penalised. Um, but I think the important thing from our perspective was how uh, how well we responded to that, um, and Lalana was instrumental in uh, firstly uh, firstly helping to create the opening by, with a ball out to uh, to Salah who was in space on the edge of the area. Played a lovely little one-two with Wijnaldum and then did really well to to wriggle free and square it to Firmino who who couldn't miss uh, from about a yard. And then uh, for the uh, for the goal that put us two-one ahead again, it was brilliant work by Lalana to 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 throw himself in front of the the clearance and it landed uh, pretty kindly towards Salah around the penalty spot. But he was he was tackled and then Mane whipped in a fantastic first-time finish into the opposite opposite corner. Uh, going into the uh, Going into the second half, uh, there was a poor clearance from Heaton that landed straight at Salah, and it was really quite reminiscent of the chance that he had it in the derby. Uh, uh, but this time he was he was tackled uh, by the same player that tackled him in the first half on the penalty spot, and it dropped to Firmino, who again had a pretty pretty routine routine finish from from twelve yards or so. So great for uh, great for Firmino to um, to pick up uh, a couple of goals because he was uh, he was certainly needing a goal uh, over the last few weeks. And uh, yeah, and I think at the uh, at the back, Van Dijk was was immense, and you know we do we do tend to tend to almost sort of take it take it for granted uh, how good he is at the back. I mean, he's he's just so dominant in the air, dominant in the air. He's just so well um, does so well organising us at the back and bringing the ball forward. Um, but we we really really shouldn't take it for granted, and we should highlight it every time he does it, which is pretty much every single every single game. I thought Fabinho had a good game in midfield as well. Um, really positive with his passing, and he was really bossing it. Really, and um, broke up play um, an awful lot and won the ball over. Um, I was a little bit worried when he picked up a yellow with about uh, twenty-five minutes to go or so, but he uh, he saw out the game without uh, without any difficulty. And uh, yeah, got a bit close at the end with uh, Burnley uh, scrambling, uh, picking up a loose ball in the box, and then a nice little layoff. To be fair to them, and tucking it away at the at the near post, but. Um, uh, we managed to get the uh, to get the, uh, the the fourth and the icing on the cake after a nice little turn from Sturridge uh, in a midway through the Burnley half and a lovely ball uh, that he whipped across to uh, to Mane who danced around Heaton. I thought uh, could have gone down actually and got the got the penalty, but uh, did really well to stay on his feet and and tuck it tuck it away to continue his uh, his fine form. Um, thought the uh, probably the only uh, bit of a downside today was that um, Salah was a. Uh, a little bit off colour. His first touch wasn't wasn't quite there. But but having said that, um, you know it's 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 only really when we compare him to to the heights he hit last year, and he was still involved in in three goals. And uh, yeah, overall great great performance um, under real pressure after after City's win yesterday against tricky opponents um, in pretty weird weather that was sort of hailing one minute sunny the next. So yeah, can't wait till uh, till we play Fulham. Hi there, Nathan Davidson talking about Liverpool's win over Burnley. So obviously the main surprise to start off with was Lalana starting in the middle, uh, came in for Henderson. Maybe I think that was due to obviously having Bayern in midweek. Um, Henderson seems to struggle to play three games or even two games in a week at times. So to have him on the bench to bring on later was maybe a good option there. But to be fair, Lalana was brilliant today. He worked really, really hard. He was throwing himself about and that really helped us in terms of getting goals and I was really impressed with him today. He's obviously neat and tidy like you'd expect him to be. So early on, Burnley take the lead and it's a bit of a strange goal to be honest. It's um, a corner that goes straight in but you can see that the 
Burnley's aim was to put pressure around Allison and not let him jump up and catch that. But for me, it should have been a foul. Tarkovsky was all over the back of him. So then we have Firmino's goal. Cross comes in. And Heaton and Tarkovsky seem to get confused and have no communication between them. And the ball hits the fingers of Heaton. And then Tarkovsky tries to get to it. He can't quite get enough of a touch on it. And it's a tapping for Firmino. Happy to see Firmino get back in his scoring ways. I thought he was quite good today. He was always in the right place. Then we have Mane's first goal. And this was Lalana's great energy today that really helped. He put a great block slide in, sort of challenging. The ball falls to Salah. And then it was good. So it was a good tackle from Charlie Taylor, the left back, who didn't have much luck today. But as he tackled Salah, the ball fell in Mane's path. And what a great finish it was as he curled it into the top right-hand corner. He made that look a lot easier than it was. I think, obviously, to go 1-0 down early on, and then be 2-1 up by the end of the first half. It was a real test of our character today and we seem to pass that. We've been really, really good at home though, to be fair. Um, maybe we could, maybe on the road it's a bit more tougher, but at home we just seem, we seem to look so difficult to beat. We've got a confidence and a swagger that the result will be a right one. Now we're on to the second half and... I thought today we were we played with signs where we were a bit better. We were quick and the interplay that we're renowned for was, I wouldn't say it was great, but it was better than it, better than it has been. Um, so Firmino grabs himself another goal, and I thought Salah really had a big chance with this one as he poor goal kick from Heaton. He broke away Salah, but he, for me, he took one touch too many, and by that time, Taylor put the challenge in, but. Unluckily for Taylor, it fell right into the path of Firmino again. But yeah, it was a little bit more of a worry for Salah. Then we got right to the end of the game. Burnley make it 3 2 through Goodmanson. And it started to remind me very much of the Palace game where the 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 last five, ten minutes were really, really dramatic. And it turned out to be that way as with less than two minutes later, Marnes went and scored at the other end after rounding. Tom Heaton after a good ball from Sturridge. I think what maybe confused Burnley there was that Salah was offside, but Mane was definitely onside, and they all seemed just to play for the offside. So we obviously had, I think it was, we took a bit of a risk starting to Lalana today, but that went really, really well. So Klopp can be happy with that. And I think now if Lalana is to come on in in the next couple of games, then there's not going to be as much trepidation about that. So that's good. I think we. Now we're back into winning ways with this win. It's going to give us a little bit more confidence going into Wednesday, which is going to be a very, very tough game away at the Allianz. But it gives us something to build off. So we can be happy with that. And if we can do well on Wednesday and then we go on to Fulham, then we can put the pressure right right back on City. And we then we've, we're doing what we need to do and we can sort of disregard about City and what they're doing. So that's really good. I think the only other point to really mention today was obviously Salah had the chance to equal the record of 50 goals and he just couldn't... He just either looked like the pressure was getting to him or he's just... The decision-making this is the decision wasn't quite right. Something that we've noticed in recent games, he's either not made the right decision or... 
his touch is a bit loose. It's almost a case of if he's like trying too hard. I think he just needs to try and naturally just flow with the game. But I think as soon as he gets gets back to scoring ways, that'll all soon disappear. But on them on to Bayern Munich in midweek, and let's hope we can get another great result there. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.